Hello, and welcome to the Jesus and a Cup of Joe podcast, the show that brings you a conversation about Jesus, the Bible, and life. Here is your host, Royce Bottoms. Hey, I want to welcome all of you to Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to spend it with me. Hope and pray you're having a fantastic day. Got you a great cup of Joe and you're ready to go. So um, it's been a while since I've been with you guys. I haven't done a video in a while, so I'm doing a video podcast together. So welcome to the YouTube channel, Jesus and a Cup of Joe. And for my listeners, welcome to the podcast. Uh, it's been September the 19th, I think, was the last time I did a podcast. And that's only because uh, we did fall break vacation. And so if you looked at the title of the video today, it'll be the, very similar to the title of the show. It's, you know, my vacation in Hurricane Ian. So that's what I want to talk about for the next few minutes. It's been a little time with you guys and just talk about the vacation, talk about the the ship, everything that happened, and the uh, hurricane that was sitting out there. So um, we've been planning this. Let me let me start off with this. We've been planning a trip for a while. All right, and we were we were pretty excited to be honest with you um, about going on vacation. And I think we probably started maybe early spring on looking at where we wanted to go. And I was looking at Cancun. I was looking at all different type of resorts and stuff of this nature. Now, now this is before. The uh, all of the stuff was getting bad as far as money wise flights and all of that. Uh, the economy was just getting started on getting bad when we were looking at this. But I turned around and um, I know I was looking at some different trips, but nothing would lined up. And what I needed was I needed something between um, September the 24th until about the 29th of September, you know, that last week, because that last week was fall break for for my wife in the school system that she was at and that was going to work for us and so nothing lined up when we were looking at the resorts so i turned around and i started looking at myrtle beach but the problem with myrtle beach is around that time it was we could find some places that was affordable during the June time frame at this point, because this is before we went, we decided to go to September. But the June time frame, we also was looking. It wasn't going to work out. Nothing was planning and lining up. And so getting into September, getting into close to fall, concerned about the coldness, um, you know, of the weather changing, especially on, on the beaches. So then I looked at Panama City. And Panama City, honestly, was way too much money. Orange Beach, Gulf Shores, all those places was too much money. And so I, I remember my wife was sitting there and she goes, hey, you know, I got this thing from Carnival Cruise Lines. And I said, OK, let me take a look at it. And we looked at it, started running the numbers. Not only did the dates line up, but the um, the affordability lined up, all of this. Right. And so then it was, hey, you know, if you you know, does your mom want to go? Well, my mom's never been on a on a cruise, so I invited her and she came along too. So the plans are set. Everything is set. We got our passports, we got everything we need, we're packed up, we're good to go. Here comes Saturday morning. All right. Saturday morning, September the twenty fourth of uh this past year, a couple of weeks ago. Six o'clock in the morning, we're ready to take off. I uh, got the vehicle loaded, hop in the vehicle. We run down to the local QT, slap some gas in, get some drinks for the road. We're heading down the highway. Man, we're having a good time. Listening to music, we're talking, we're laughing, we're cutting up, drinking coffee, all this stuff. Now, if you're not from Georgia, all right, 
I'm going to try to explain this. And if you are from Georgia, you understand what I'm saying. I live 45 minutes north of Atlanta. From my house to a place called Macon, Georgia, which is basically middle Georgia, is about two and a half hour ride. Okay. So we're two and a half hours into this ride going down to Jacksonville's port to get on the ship. And the GPS already had me set up to get there by, I think it was around 1230. I had a one o'clock appointment to check in with the ship, get on board, do all of this because you could set up appointments and all of this. So I had all this set up, right? So here we are. We're going down the road two and a half hours into this drive. I look over at my wife and I said, man, you know what I'm most excited about? I said, that is getting my passport stamped at the different places we go in the Bahamas. And she says, me too. Um, did you remember to pack them? And I looked at her and she looked at me and she goes, you brought the passports, right? And I'm still looking at her and she goes, you're joking. Don't, don't, don't be playing. I'm like, uh, no, I didn't bring them. She goes, you know, we got to turn around. I said, yeah, I know we got to turn around. And so I spun the car around and went back up interstate 75, came back to the house, ran inside, grabbed the passports, got back in the truck plugged it back in now carnival or most cruise lines have a cutoff date or a cutoff time 2 30 eastern standard time is the cutoff time for the ship if you are late they will close the doors there's no problem you know you're not getting on that ship you're out of your money and so now it's reading i'm gonna be there by 2 35 and so we call Carnival. Carnival's like, man, we understand. We we really hate it for you, but you got to be here at, at 2.30. And so here I am going down the highway. Now, all my friends that are in law enforcement, I'm going to just say this. Um, I definitely wasn't driving the speed limit. I was definitely driving way over the speed limit. Um, I would have gave super speeders probably a run for their money, but I was doing everything I could to get down the highway doesn't justify me being right. I was still in the wrong. I was still speeding, but I was trying to get to a ship. And so here I am running down the highway, right? I look like a madman trying to drive to get us down there because the entire time I'm thinking, I got all this money invested in this cruise. My mom's got money invested in this cruise. My wife's got time and money invested in this cruise. If it doesn't plan out, if it doesn't work out, what am I going to do? Because everybody's out of money. And I don't have enough money to go around paying everybody back for their cruises. So what are we going to do? So here we are. We're taking off and we're running down the highway. All right. So remember I said cutoff is 2.30. We pulled up in the port of Jacksonville, Florida at 2.05. I made up 20 minutes. 20, 25 minutes. I made up running down the highway. Now when I pulled up, my truck showed 88 miles left in the tank. It was basically on fumes. Okay, the only thing that didn't happen at this point in time was the light coming on and dinging at me and telling me that I'm crazy. So we unpack, um, the golf cart comes around, picks us up. Man, we're heading to the ship. We're almost like the last people on the ship. Get there, get checked in. They say, hey, you go straight to your room, take your bags, boom, boom, we're up there. Bam, done. Turn around and uh, I go onto the Lido deck deck 10 and I get me a nice beverage because I figured by this time I deserved it. All right. Ship blows its horns. We're off. We're selling. Here we go. Super excited. Saturday 3.30 is now when the ship leaves. We're leaving 
the port of Jacksonville. We are heading to sea for the day, and then we are going to be in Nassau, Bahamas. Pretty exciting. So we take off running, all right? So before all of this, we heard of a tropical storm that hadn't turned into a hurricane yet, but it was forecasted for a hurricane. But when I looked at it, the map showed that it would stay south of Cuba and it would, if anything, it would go out into the Gulf of Mexico and maybe toward uh, Mexico. Okay. And it wasn't supposed to be that bad. So we're on the cruise. Things are going good. We get, you know, that Sunday is a, a day at sea, um, just enjoying ourselves, enjoying the sight. Now we're on the Carnival Elation. It's a smaller ship that comes out of Jacksonville or I, I'd learned that, to be honest with you. I learned that uh, I think it's Tampa and Jacksonville have small ships because there's a bridge that the ship has to be able to pass under to go out to sea. Um, Gaveston, um, oh, and Mobile, I think, is also that way. But Gaveston, um, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, places like that have the larger ships. And so if I would have known that, I probably would have done something a little different, but I couldn't afford to fly, honestly, with the, with the prices I couldn't afford to fly. So we drove. So we're on the ship. It's a little smaller of a ship, but that's that's cool. The ship is the oldest ship of the fleet. Um, I have just seen videos here recently where they talk about decommissioning the ship. So I don't know when that's going to happen, but it's, a, it's an older ship. It's 91, 92-ish. Um, the decor definitely reflects that. A lot of shiny surfaces, a lot of just wild colors and stuff of this nature. All right. So Sunday, we're at sea. Monday, we're at Nassau. Beautiful on Nassau. It started to get a little overcast. They were saying, hey, this is just, you know, a little bit of, of cloudiness from Hurricane Inn. All right. And so Nassau is pretty cool. It's it's rebuilding. Obviously, everything out in the uh, the the Caribbean is rebuilding from hurricanes, but people are nice. And now we're we're in Nassau and we're shopping. We're having a good time. Um, my wife and I are, are cutting up. We were going to walk over to a place called Junkanoo Beach, which is about a mile away, give or take, from the port. But with it being overcast, we was not sure because they were still calling for a chance of rain. We wasn't sure, so we didn't want to press our luck. So we didn't do it. Okay. So... I said, you know what? We'll make it up tomorrow. We're going to be at uh, Princess K, I believe is what it's called, and it's owned by Carnival. It's a it's an island. A lot of the cruise lines own different pieces of it. I said, man, we're going to be there all day, eight hours. We're going to lay out in the sun. We're going to have fun, play on the beach. It's going to be a great time, all right? So we, we leave, and then the next morning we pull up, but now we have six-foot waves that are capping, and the boat's rocking just just a slight, but it is sunny, but it's breezy, really bad breezy. It's about 25 mile an hour winds. And so the captain comes over and says, hey, you know, I hate to tell you, but none of the captains of the jetty boats that take you from the boat to shore feels like it's safe enough to transport people because obviously that's how they do it there because there's not a port for them to pull in. And so that was a little depressing. Um, I'm not going to lie. Because my wife and I, we we had our hearts set on getting on the beach and, you know, just enjoying the beaches in the Bahamas and relaxing. But we turned around and, uh, as they say, we took that frown and turned it upside down. We went and we sat up at the uh, the pool 
got some good sun, sat around and enjoyed ourselves and, and had a good time. We made the best out of it. Okay. So by, by this is Tuesday, um, Wednesday, we're supposed to be at sea again, which we are, but now, um, Ian is a hurricane, full fledged hurricane cat four looking at a cat five about to go in at Fort Myers. And I'll talk about that here in a few minutes and it's getting rough. And so now the captain's like, Hey, we just got told, we got notified because the cruise is supposed to be over on Thursday at 8 AM. We're supposed to be back in the port. Hey, just want to let you know, port of Jacksonville is now closed. Unknown when it's going to open because of the storm. Um, we're going to have to remain at sea. Okay. Well, make the best out of it. So my, what is it? Five, well, six, six day, five night cruise may get extended. Okay. I'm not being charged any additional money, but I will say one thing about carnival. Okay. And, and I'm not being sponsored by them. I'm not being paid, but I gotta, I gotta give a hat off tip the hat to carnival cruise lines. All right. Not only was the crew professional, but they went out of their way to, to help take care of everyone on the ship. And I'll get more into that here in a few minutes, but they took their, their basic Wi-Fi package because they had a, a social media package, a basic Wi-Fi package in a premium. You could do everything but stream live movies package. But they took their 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 normal package, what they call their value, and they made it free for everyone on the ship because there was a lot of people having to change flights, having to call people, having to change their entire lives because we're not going to be at port on, on Thursday. All right? That's important. We're not at port on Thursday. We're still out at sea. Also, the professionalism comes and the safety mind comes for the simple fact is if you're familiar with the Bahamas, Okay. And I'm, I'm going to try to do this in front of the camera. So you have the Grand Bahamas, which is up at the top left. Then you have Nassau, which is a little island and you have the, the chains. We're basically doing figure eights. If you can imagine, we're doing large figure eights in between all the islands during the storm. Simple fact is it's helping keep some of the bad weather off of us, helping keeping the ship from being tossed and turned a whole lot, which is good. All right. So now they are putting on more shows than what they had originally planned. They're doing more events than what they had planned. And then the captain turns around and, and says, hey, I got permission for us to go to Freeport, which is part of the Grand Bahama, Freeport to dock. All right. I know they're probably having to dock to get fuel and get food and, and to restock. But it's also a chance to get people off the ship to stretch their legs. Okay. So now we're at Freeport, Bahamas. Um, there is some things to do on excursion, but you know what? At first they said, Hey, we're only going to be there from like, uh, nine 30 in the morning till about two. All right. Long enough just to probably get off, stretch your legs and say, yep, this is Freeport and get back on the ship. Um, but they extended it to a full eight hours, which wasn't bad. Um, we still didn't do any excursions, but we got off the ship. We went and picked up a few, um, t-shirts and stuff like that for the kids and for family and all of this. And we got our passport stamp at Freeport and at Nassau. But let me tell you something, man, my wife was a trooper during all of this. Okay. Because she was pretty bummed out. So was I, we couldn't get on the beach and enjoy ourselves. Right. So as we're walking, there was a, there was a patch of sand. Um, we were walking back from getting our passport stamped and it was, it was sunny, but breezy also that day. So she took her shoes off and she was put her toes in the sand. And uh, she goes, see, 
I put my my feet in the sands in the Bahamas. I'm good. And I'm looking at her like, man, you're a trooper. All right. So, you know, we went up and picked up some uh, rum cake, some not Tortuga rum cake. We got the local rum cakes. Okay. And so um, I'll talk about that one day and I'll try to post some pictures because this is this is made in Freeport. Um, really good pricing and it's really good rum cake. If you if you're in the rum cake, this is something to definitely take a look at. Um, I usually do Tortuga rum cakes in the past. They're great. Um, but this this is really moist and really I mean, you could taste the difference. That's all I can say. So uh so we turned around and you know, we did all that shopping. We got back on the ship and all of this, and I think this was this might have been Thursday, maybe. Yeah, Thursday. Um, and then we're basically at sea on Friday. All right, Friday's getting kind of kind of rough because we're being told, hey, we can possibly port on Saturday. So we are going to head back toward Jacksonville so we can get in line. Okay, so, so you can imagine that. But we woke up to um, basically, I would say, about 10-foot waves. All right. And it's taking this ship, and we're literally up and down, up and down like a big roller coaster. I mean, it's it's slamming pretty hard. Uh, the wind's picked up. It is sunny, but man, I, you know, it's it's pretty rough. Um, there was one point where we were, we were literally walking sideways. It felt like on the ship because of the, the the turbulence and the tossing and turning. So now this is where it gets interesting. Now we have people who've been on this ship for a while. They're agitated. They're mad. They're it's just things are starting to turn ugly, in my opinion. Um, but this was also a blessing in disguise. This was an opportunity for my wife and I to to start talking to people about Jesus and to witness and to share our testimony and to do all of this. Okay. So during this trip, though, something I didn't mention, I'll go ahead and mention now. But during this trip, even in uh, Nassau, even in the Freeport area, and even on the ship, we were finding um, Christians, we were talking with them and stuff of this nature went into Nassau. Um, this gentleman had, um, uh, Bohemian, uh, like gospel music playing. Okay. Kind of cool with the, I was watching the music video, but, uh, I was like, Oh, this is neat that you got Christian music playing. And he goes, well, I'm, I'm a Christian. And I said, well, so are we. And we started talking about Jesus in the middle of the man's store, you know? Um, and so it was good times. And we, we met another lady at the straw, what they call the straw, uh, hut or the straw store, whatever. It's like an oversized flea market. Talked with her. Um, she shared she shared some stuff that was heartbreaking that happened to her, um, but how she was able to overcome it through through Jesus. And we, and we had a great time to sit there and talk. Um, so, But now we're seeing the ugliness of a lot of people. Um, and it could be because of the raising, the way they were raised. It could be because they're tired. It could be a number of factors, okay? But it's starting to get kind of rough. Several fights that were breaking out where security was getting involved, stuff of this nature. Um, but we were making the best out of it, okay? So we finally get told Saturday or late Friday night that we are docking Saturday. We are going to be the first ship in line, okay? So the first thing I think of is, what is this, like a drive through You know, we're going to have like tons of ships behind us, which in a sense we did. They were just out in the ocean. Um, but we were sitting there at the mouth of, I think it's the St. John's River that brings us into the port. We're sitting there at the mouth of the river for them to give us, I guess, approval to go in. And so, I, you know, beautiful weather. Um, I'm looking now. Here's the problem. All right. 
If you guys remember, I said at the beginning, when I pulled up at the port, I had 88 miles left in my tank. And so because we had the internet, I started looking at all the gas apps. And here was the issue. The gas apps were telling me that a lot of gas stations did not have power or gas in the Jacksonville area. That's a problem because I can only go 88 miles in my pickup truck. 88 miles is not a whole lot of miles when you're trying to search for gas, honestly, because, you know, about 15 or 20 miles of this is going to be me getting away from the port area to start looking for gas stations. And so I'm nervous about this. I really am because I'm sitting there going, you know, I'm going to get through all this bad weather just to turn around and not have gas to get home. Um, plus, you know, we had our we had our dog, our little Dotson, up at a boarding area and we were supposed to pick her up on Thursday but now since we're docking late it looks like Monday is going to be the time I can pick her up so those are additional days that are getting added that's additional money that's coming and it's like oh my goodness we're bleeding here so but it ended up doing pretty good let me get let me get readjusted there we go um so it, it ended up doing pretty good um let me grab a drink real quick guys hold on <clears throat> excuse me I also got a Picked up a nice little cold while I was on this cruise. No, it's not COVID. Um, I've already tested myself. Um, looks like a little bit of everybody's been getting sick. Case of the cruds. It is the fall time. So we pull up. We finally get port, in port. We got docked, all of this. All right, did it around 10, 30, 11. But it, we didn't get off the ship because they were calling certain areas. We didn't get off the ship until about 1, 1 30-ish, give or take. Um, I was anticipating at least 11, 30, maybe 12, get on the road, be up at the house plenty of time, so on and so forth. It took longer to get home because of traffic and stuff of that nature on a weekend. All right. But there was a lot, like I said, a lot of things happened because unfortunately, um, I watched four people go off in handcuffs off the ship because they had uh, the port authorities there. They had the local sheriff's office there in Homeland Security. And it seemed like everybody, you know, these four people, everybody had a set of cuffs on and they were being put in the cars. So I figured something might have happened on the ship or something of this nature. Anyway, wasn't really in my business, but I, you know, I thought it was kind of sad to watch people get, you know, put on a ship, that kind of deal. All right. So, you know, we, we drive home, we get in the truck, I, I find a gas station, I get gas. Now I don't like the pricing because the prices went up obviously with the storm, but I was able to get gas, got gas, got on the road. Boom. Here we are on the interstate going up the road. Um, we get into Georgia. Now, unfortunately we pass a really bad accident coming up interstate 75. Um, looked like a tractor trailer overturned, rolled several times. I, you know, I'm, I still pray that the driver was okay. If there was another car involved, I never saw it. But obviously, traffic southbound was backed up. We saw this numerous times. Um, northbound was okay until we got into the city of Atlanta. You know, obviously, if you are from the south and you're familiar with Atlanta, doesn't take much for the traffic. And then um, we got six o'clock, picked up the dog, got everybody home, sent my mom home. We were chilling, relaxing. And that's how we ended. So we actually went from Saturday to Saturday. All right. But I'm going to say this. We're already planning another cruise because obviously it was fun. But number two is this, that even though it was storms, even though it was bad weather, even though it was all this, we still found it enjoyable. We were still able to spend time together. We were still able to enjoy our, our vacation. But also 
we were able to meet a lot of a lot of neat and cool people along the way to be able to talk to. So that was good. Um, we were able just to just be able to unwind and relax. And that's really what I, what I needed. And I'm, I'm sure my wife needed it was I just had to unplug. Um, I got away from work, turned off the work email, all of that, you know, and just really relaxed until, you know, we got back in the port. And then obviously, um, you know, you take your phone out of airplane mode and it starts bombarding yourself with every text message and every email, even though you had internet, it was still filtering some of that out, but now everything's bombarding you. So, um, that was my vacation. That was hurricane, uh, Ian, and that was the adventure. Okay. So as I get ready to wrap this thing up, um, I'm going to say this, it was fun. Looking forward to doing it again. I'm looking forward to being able to uh, share those stories with you too. Um, it, it was a great time, okay? And so if you haven't had the opportunity to, to go to my website, by all means, please go to jesusandacupofjoe.com. All right, right there, you're going to find all the episodes of the podcast. Um, I'm going to get the videos uploaded. Right now, they're only at YouTube under Jesus and a Cup of Joe. But you'll see the merchandise store there. We've added a couple of new t-shirts. Definitely take a look at that. Um, and donation button is there. And it's subscribe, follow, and share. That's all I ask. You know, Subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on our social media and share us with your friends and family. Because it's viewers and listeners like you guys that keep us going and keep us moving in the right direction. Um, can I sit there and say everything's free and everything doesn't cost a whole lot of money? Absolutely not. It costs money to keep this thing going. A lot of this is out of my pocket. Okay, that's why there is donations. So if you feel like you want to give, by all means, please do. That's what helps me keep going and creating um, not only the podcast, but the videos and then be able to share with you guys. Okay. And so also on the uh, website, there's a blog page. I'm about to do some tweaking on that. So um, it's called Dad's Toolbox. Some of you guys may be familiar with it before from me talking about it, but I'm going to have to do some tweaking on that because um, I really don't like the way it's sitting right now. It's making it very difficult for people to interact. And that's what the the whole key of this is, is having people to be able to interact, not only with the website, but with the blog pages in the podcast and so on and so forth. And if you haven't had an opportunity, okay, I want to invite you, the Wisdom app, all right? Wisdom um, app, it is a app for basically live podcasting, okay? It's, I could get on there and now it's through my phone. I'm going to tell you this, it's through my phone. So the, the, the audio quality may not be exactly the best, but it allows the listeners to engage. You can open it up for 15 second questions, 30 second questions, a minute or two. And so it's good because I try to do that typically around 630 in the mornings when I'm driving to work and around 233 o'clock in the afternoon when I'm coming home from work. Uh, it gives me a good 30 minutes in the vehicle just to sit and kind of just talk about my day, talk about Jesus, just share a lot of thoughts off of my off of my heart and off of my mind to be able to share with you guys. So um, definitely take a look at that, see what you think, maybe something you may get interested in, okay? So as I get ready to wrap this thing up, it's real simple. Thank you so much. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for you guys, uh, you know, staying with me, following me and, and help keeping us going, okay? And I and the reason I keep turning over here because I'm about to turn off the, the podcast side. So you guys on the video side, just stand by. So as you get ready to leave, it's real simple. You always start your day with Jesus and a cup of joe. God bless.
Hey, this is Royce from Jesus and a Cup of Joe. Are you in the market trying to find a great gift and not sure what to do? Why don't you check out my friends at Artisans Woodwork 73? They are your one-stop shop for all of your wood needs. They do handmade cutting boards, cheese boards, stovetop covers, you name it, he can make it. So won't you check them out, artisanswoodwork73.com. And if you use the promo code, hashtag Jesus and a Cup of Joe, you can get up to 10% off your order. 